Thank you for joining us for this episode. Today, we're joined by Dr. Brianna Rue, and we're going to be talking about Dr. Contact Lens on the OI Show. Well, thank you for joining us again for this episode. Today, as mentioned, we have a Dr. Brianna Rue. And Dr. Rue joins us from Florida, where she is a practice owner. Uh, she did her optometry degree in Florida. She did her residency at Baskin Palmer. And then she joined a practice in 2010 and purchased that same practice in 2015. And uh, we are very, very honored to have you joining us today, Dr. Rue. Well, I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So some kind of cool things that uh, that you've been involved with. Tell us a little bit about your practice and uh, some things that are interest to you. I think you had, you, know, you especially contact lenses is one arena you and I run around in together and myopia manager. Tell us about your practice. Yeah, so it is kind of run of the mill private practice. Um, was lucky to join a practice where he was very technology advanced. So it was really on his forefront where we had all the equipment where I learned everything that I could and then practiced to that ability. And so I've always wanted to keep that up. Um, so we're really private practice, family eye care. I'll see a six-month-old to a 101-year-old um, could be the next patient. So it's really run of the gamut, private practice, really heavy into scleral lenses and um, helping patients, especially with Bascom Palmer in our backyard, the big need for specialty contact lenses. And then myopia management, near and dear to my heart, myopia control. Um, I'm a high myope myself, so is my husband. And I've got a five-year-old son um, with one on the way that I don't want to be nearsighted. And so that's another passion. And really, it's technology. So it's keeping us ahead of the game, um, being able to take care of our patients with the way that they're asking us to take care of them and be there for them and not kind of go into that dark hole and, and cry of why I just got, you know, something for a prescription verification or somebody opened up next door to me. So it's really becoming the competition and keeping that attitude and really raising the boat for everybody in optometry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when we start talking about technology, there's practices that are out there that are incorporating technology and they, uh, they're just spending all sorts of money. And, you know, the run-of-the-mill optometrists, like you and I both are, we do primary care. Um, how, how is it that technology brings about a return on investment, right? You, you already moved into a practice, but is it the sort of thing where you're buying an OCT and it just makes you feel better about your practice? Or is there return on investment in all of this technology? And how do you go about that now that you're not just an associate, but that you've been a business owner for six, seven years. Yeah, it's <sighs> interesting. I always love the private practice side of things and actually the business side. So a lot of us are either scared of that side or don't dive into it. And when we're evaluating things, we only see this big price tag up front. So it's important that when you're looking at either a piece of equipment or a subscription service like my own, um, it's important to evaluate that ROI and see what that's going to bring you. And ask yourself when you're evaluating technology, whether it's equipment or something like an online scheduler or a contact lens ordering store, to really look at what it's not what it's costing you today, but what it will cost you if you don't do it. So simple ROI, you've got a thousand contact lens patients in your practice, and we're all letting $200,000 leak out of our door. So it's just getting more savvy 
with understanding our patient data and what that patient data is valued to us and using it. So that's how we have to move forward or else mm-hmm. we will get left behind. Yeah. So let's talk about contact lens uh, technologies that are out there. So we think about the, the practice side of things, the seeing the patients, the topographers, those types of equipment. For you personally, what what direction have you moved in towards for your standard soft contact lens patients? Are you you still utilizing some of the older technology in soft contact lenses or are you daily disposable? How do you incorporate that into your personal practice patients? Yeah, well, I always want them to hear about the latest and greatest from me. I don't want them to see an ad come in and wonder why they're still wearing a lens from four or five or six years ago even. Mm -hmm. So technology is really advancing. So especially with the pandemic and more visual strain and those types of things, and obviously hygiene has become a huge thing. So we've always been a big daily practice. Um, One thing that we know is our contact lens patients are our MVPs. Those are our most valuable patients. And if we let that minus 320 something or 30 something walk with a prescription and they end up online, now they may be getting an online eye exam. So while we're all trying to get into this specialty care with dry eye and myopia control and specialty lenses and aesthetics and other things that we want to bring to our practice, where do you find that patient base? You find that patient base from your contact lens patients. And if you let that patient end up online, you've lost the mom, you've lost the dad, you've lost the grandma, you've lost the kids, you've lost your dry eye practice. So we can't forget about the core of these patients. We all see that maybe contact lenses aren't the most profitable thing for that box, right? But you've got to think longer term on what these patients, their lifetime value to our practices. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you you mentioned daily disposables. I, too, am a big fan of daily disposables. But how how do you combat this question is that, you know, normally the patient would spend, you know, a couple hundred dollars and get a whole year's supply. And now it's going to be six, seven, eight hundred dollars in some lenses to move a patient into a daily disposable. And and I just I don't know if my staff can do that. So now the patient's just going to buy one or two boxes uh, from me and maybe going to go somewhere else and might go shop around and stuff. So I might be losing some money by moving people into daily disposables uh, because they're not buying them from my office. Yeah. So that's actually where Dr. Contact Lens comes in, right? So if you know that that staff member doesn't feel comfortable selling that, that's okay, but you need a reorder reminder and you need it to be easy. And so we wanted to build a program that was built from the patient perspective first, then the staff to make it easy. Cause we know staff implementation is really one of the hardest things that we're all up against. And then giving you some ROI on everything that you need in the practice. So when you sell that six-month supply of dailies and that's out the door, you can absolutely grab that second order. Um, And there's some things now like pay over time, buy now, pay over time, um, that are really helping us combat this issue. Mm -hmm. But again, it comes down to eye health. A lot of people are talking about the environment and how important that is. And actually a daily is actually better for the environment. So you Mm -hmm. waste less plastic in a daily and there's options out there to kind of start in a basic one and then upgrade them over time. So nobody is going to remember 50 to a hundred bucks on what they spent last year. So you can kind of step them into this 
and step them up. Um, and it gives you a longevity to do that mm-hmm. with all the lenses that we have. Yeah. So, so if you don't know this about uh, Dr. Ruse, she's got this company called uh, Dr. Contact Lens, which is a technology company which helps uh, us in our practice getting our patients to buy their contact lenses and stay with the office. So, give us a little backstory here. You and a classmate, if I re- remember learning about this correctly, uh, just were kind of getting sick of something in practice. So, tell us about this pain and 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 how you went about easily solving it. I wouldn't say I'm sure easily, it was very easily solving right? it. Just he went out and quick made an application and just that fixed everything. Totally. <laughs> Um, yeah, my co-founder Jennifer, Jennifer Tabiza and I, we went to school together and she moved to LA. I stayed in Florida and we both have a different mindset when it comes to practice. So it was really interesting me being more medical based, her being more, um, patient facing, loving frames and that side of it, um, brought us together. And really what we got sick of was that patient that sits down in your chair. And before you even say hello. They ask you for a copy of your prescription and anything that I say after that is going to be defensive. And so we wanted a way that I could fight back, that my staff could fight back where we're giving that patient that little bit of control that they're asking for. So she called me on, I think I was nine months pregnant at the time. And she said, Hey, Brie, you want to build an app where our patients can order from us? And I was like, well, yeah, this shouldn't be too hard, right? We'll have this (laughs) done in two months. Well, four years later, here we are. Um, with Dr. Contact Lens, where it's been fun now building really a technology piece to all of this, where we can build that. Again, we flipped it on its head. Most companies start with the doctor in mind. We started with the patient in mind. So that Amazon ordering for contact lenses, again, giving them a digital copy inside your store um, has been exciting to see Mm -hmm. what these Mm -hmm. ideas have come to fruition. And then again, really helping doctors compete with e-commerce. So uh, some doctors have no idea what the platform looks like. So how does this how does this go? If I if I'm a user of Doctor Contact Lens, how how do I go about moving that conversation from Yeah, no, I don't want to give you your Contact Lens prescription. That means you're going to go buy them somewhere else. How how does that conversation change, and and what does that look like for us in our practice? Yeah, so I um, am very politically active as well. So it's important that we actually, as ODs, understand what regulations are coming at us. I knew about this FTC rule about six years ago. Um, And so it was important that we actually, this conversation moved to where I don't look like a greedy doctor Mm -hmm. because they all think we're, you know, traveling on our yachts on the weekends and our Mercedes (laughs) out front um, that they don't want to support our offices and may get it for two bucks cheaper somewhere else. So how we did this was, okay, patient, perfect. I'm going to give you a digital copy of your prescription. Your insurance benefits have loaded right there. I'm going to send you an email and a text right now. They log in via HIPAA compliant link in one click. And right there, their prescription loads. So they can download and print it. Again, I'm giving them access. I want them to have access. I don't, it's their data, right? It's their record. They should have access to their record. They are a patient. They're a Mm -hmm. healthcare consumer, right? So that's where the conversation drives. I haven't written a paper copy or given a paper copy of a prescription in over four years. So just like Space Mountain dumps us off in the gift shop, right? That's where their prescription is living, right in the gift shop. 
download and print it or click, hey, ship it to my house, type in their credit card information and click order. And then they don't, they can go through a 12-step process and a verification somewhere else or see that we're right in line with what the others are charging. Their insurance benefits have loaded right there. And you can win those sales between 50 to 90% of the time, depending on how you present it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So from the patient's perspective, this just looks like it's an extension of your practice, you know, kind of like your electronic record system, but you happen to have an optical in your store. You've got a contact lens ordering option right there. So is it, um, it you know, what are my steps as a practitioner that I have to go through to, to do this? Is it something where I have to upload it into a new system? I have to go type it in. I have to put in the expiration dates or how does that all work uh, as far as electronic record systems and so forth? Yeah. So we're integrated with three electronic medical records at the moment and we're breaking ground on two more. Um, what, what are the ones that you're in right now? Yeah. We're in with Crystal Practice Management, mm-hmm. Revolution, and with Office Made Exam Writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's others coming soon. And yeah. then if you don't use a distributor, so the way that it works on the integrated platform, I type the prescription in, it pulls into the doctor contact lens portal, and then you can invite the patient or order for the patient right then and there. And so I think one thing that people don't understand is it's a 28 step process from start to finish to order a single box of contact lenses for one patient. If you ship it back to your office. And with Dr. Contact Lens, that all loads right then and there, invite the patient, or you also can order in two easy clicks. And the Mm -hmm. important thing to remember, especially on either the integrated version or the non-integrated version, so let's say you don't integrate with one of those softwares, you're still going to either a distributor or the manufacturer to type in all this same data, but you're Mm -hmm. not creating a database. So you're you're giving this data away not realizing how valuable it is. Mm-hmm. So when I go to the distributor to place an order, I lose all that information. Mm-hmm. I know exactly when the patient's due to reorder. I know exactly when the patient's due to come back and see me. So we're not tracking all of this because our EMRs don't, They sometimes we can get it out, but most of the time we can't, and then we can't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. So, so is 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 what you're doing uh, like a distributor? Are you order? Are, so we work with you know ABB or WVA or um, OOGP or you know there's a lot of there's several distributors that are out there. So does that mean that we would move away from using a distributor if we did doctor contact lens? That's what a lot of people might ask, right? Yeah. No, it's actually your distributor. So we're Mm -hmm. integrated with two at the moment, hopefully breaking ground on the other two soon. Um, But once you click order in Dr. Contact Lens, it sends the patient the tracking information, which is also important Mm -hmm. because again, you want to keep these things out of your office. That's when contact lenses become not profitable is because of the staff time involved. And then it just sits there and then you got to return it. So, or the patient comes in at five o'clock and now you're paying overtime. And people don't realize these little things add up over time. So it's still your distributor. It's still your pricing, whatever you pay them. Um, we're just kind of that middleman where you're creating all of this revenue data behind your practice. Mm-hmm. So it's a link, really. It's a, it's, a, it's a link to get rid of a lot of these steps. You know, one of the uh, really cool things in practice management that I think not many of us do is to walk through the touch points that things go through. 
right? And it's so, so cool. I didn't know it was 28 steps. I knew it was a lot. And uh, then we're battling over trying to keep our patients, uh, you know, to make a certain profitability. So let's say that I, I had an interest in making a, you know, $200 profit on a, a box of contact lenses. And that person can get that same box of contact uh, year supply of lenses, and they can get that same product from, you know, uh, somewhere else far cheaper than me. What is it that makes it so, you know, beneficial to order it from me? And, uh, and I'm having to have my staff go through all these steps to get there. So I think that your service and, and the services like yours allow us to lower our cost considerably maybe not in the box of contact lenses that we're buying, but the unseen costs that we don't think about or we don't hear about or we don't realize on what our staff is going through. How many of us as practice owners are wondering, what is my staff doing all day? Like, why is it, <laughs> why does it take that long to order contact lenses, right? Well, that patient has so many touch points of, they leave the office. They don't order lenses. They order a box or two in the office. And then we go through all the steps of ordering them. And then they call in and they order them and you have to run the credit card and you have to do this stuff. Then you have to call the, call the distributor or go in and manually enter in with the distributor. And then it all comes through and, you know, the boxes get shipped back to your office. You make the phone call for the patient. The patient doesn't come in for three weeks and you're like, call them again. And there's like these boxes that are up, you know, building up back and the back room, all these sort of things are just, uh, are just touch points that, you know, it, why did you, wh when did you realize this was such a pain in the butt? I mean, it really is something we're not thinking about and we're frustrated about as clinicians. Yeah. It was when my optometric test technician that was ordering on the contacts, like a, like four boxes would come in daily of patients that she had ordered lenses from. And they would literally sit there for like one to two to three days where some staff members would have to come back with patients calling angry that they don't have their contacts yet. And you got to, again, you got to unpack that box, figure out who the contacts belong to, wrap that around, right, slap a right left sticker on it, call the patient 30 times or text them when she's got downtime, which really we got to be paying attention to the patients that are in front of us, right? So, and really going after that. And that's where I was like, well, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. Um, so that's where we've helped the patient process too. And it's important to remember, we don't all order on Amazon because it's cheaper. We order on Amazon because it's convenient. So we've done that, done that same process. And when we all put these dead links on our website, nobody's going to remember westbrowardeyecare.com at 930 at night, right? My office is closed. Nobody's there to take your order. And they're never going to remember my website to go order it. And so it's important that all of this traffic is actually driven to these links. So when the patients do to reorder, they get a text and an email, click on here to order. Or you can be more proactive where some of these, when you, the prescription's expired, sends the patient a specific reminder. So all of us are using things like Weave and Solution Reach and Demand Force for patient recall, it's important that we go a step further. So this one is saying, hey, patient, you can't order your contacts anymore. Your prescription's expired. Come here to make an appointment so we can get it ordered for you. So we need more specific wording and marketing behind our practice. Yeah. 
Well, uh, I, I want to touch on one more thing, and that is from a practice management standpoint, how valuable it is to have lenses shipped to patients, whether they're doing them <laughs> with what your service is or from you know their distributor or whatever, is having lenses direct shipped to patients. Tell us the advantage of that versus what you just described not not even necessarily using your service about why everybody should ship their lenses to their patients. Yeah, just to mention, like we've both kind of gone through those steps um, of that direct ship to patient model, but it really, really ties up a lot of cash flow when you don't do that because a lot of patients will want to come back. They want to get, making your staff go through all that process. Again, they're coming back at five or five thirty at night when your staff is trying to get out. We all, I've heard it time and time again, well, I want the patient to come back because I want to show them these sunglasses. Well, did you ever see any one of your staff members at 515 pick up that frame and say, hey, I've, you know, you got some more time with your two screaming kids behind you um, to pick up your contacts? So literally, like people are throwing lenses at people through the door trying to get to pick up their own kids. So direct ship to patient it solves so many bottleneck problems and it actually makes you more money. So we've got some ways here and why not take advantage when these companies are offering free shipping, right? Why are we not following what Amazon has done? So it's really just a little change in verbiage. My store, we're over 95% direct ship to patient. The only things coming to my office are the specialty lenses. So It's a really easy shift. And I saw with COVID, right, everybody adopted this model and then went right back into the hole because that one patient didn't get their lenses or that one patient um, decided it was a bad bad idea or it took too long. And then they went right back into their bad habits. So it's important that even if one thing goes wrong, it's just a case point. And we can't just make an analysis off of one case. That's true. Don't don't go back into the hole. It's uh, not a good place to be. You know, every time a patient comes in the door, they spend 10 to 15 minutes in your office. And usually it's not productive time where you're selling them a pair of glasses. Usually it's somebody's, they're, they're waiting there, waiting for the patient who's, you know, checking out to get there. And then they go and they talk to the person at the front desk. And then the front desk person goes and gets the contact lenses or signals somebody to go get the contact lenses and they're looking for it. And then they hand them the lenses and then maybe they have to, it's just not a good experience for the patient or the practice. And it takes 10 to 15 minutes. And if that's 10 to 15 minutes of your staff time and you pay your your staff, let's just say $20 an hour, that's five to six dollars additional cost that you just went through uh, for no additional money that you're making. So yeah. certainly a good thing to do. Well, there are many, many important points that you mentioned here. Um, tell us about uh, more resources that we can find out about you, Dr. Contact Lens. What would you recommend people do if they want to know more and learn more about all the in- incredible things that you're teaching? Yeah. So you can find me on LinkedIn. I have a lot of content there, obviously. Um, I love looking at technology from the patient's point of view from start to finish, whether that's how they make an appointment. If you don't have a live appointment scheduler, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like these appointment requests, so outdated. Oh my gosh, stop. Um, You can still control where patients are scheduled to check in, to check out, to 
contact lens ordering. So again, super passionate about that patient. And then where everyone else is looking at us, that patient as a healthcare consumer. So it's understand that we understand, or it's good that we understand how patients are being looked at by other companies. Um, really find out about Dr. Contact Lens. You can go to drcontactlens.com. Um, you can also request a demo there. And you can also go to info.drcontactlens.com backslash doctors. And that also gives you a little video about what we do. Um, and again, it comes back to evaluating technology of we're getting, you know, subscription burnout, right? How many subscriptions can we add to our practices? But really, really looking at the ROI that's there. So for a one monthly charge with Dr. Contact Lens, it's one walking script. It's 20 hours of staff time that you're saving. It's all these other little things. And what happens with ODs is we're slow to make decisions. We're slow to pull the trigger. Um, and really the onboarding process is easy. So you sign up in about 10 minutes. We do a live staff training after we get you onboarded. And really the sky's the limit. So multiple practices in my own practice, I've increased our revenue by $150,000 in our soft contact lens revenue just with Dr. Contact Lens. So when everybody else was shut down with the pandemic, um, my staff will hate me because I'll come up and we have like 1,200 expired patients that need an appointment. And I'm like, hey guys, you're playing on the computer. Like somebody get on the phone and start making appointments. So it's literally one patient that you recalled to get in. So this is how we have to analyze technology for our practices and to stay current. Yeah. Yeah, I think that rounded things out really well with the importance of technology and how they can bring a, an ROI for our, our patients. Thank you for hanging out with us today. It was sure it was a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. Yes, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Optometric Insights Show. Please stay tuned for future episodes by linking and uh, by checking the links below and subscribing. And if you would be so kind as to leave us a five-star review, that would help other people find out about the Optometric Insights Show. Have a good one, and we'll see you next time.